Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. And welcome in on this Wednesday to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. So glad that you have chosen to make this podcast a part of your day. First, before we get into anything else, uh, I do want to remind you, number one, that you can follow me on Twitter at Michael Borky. And uh, check out the live stream I do every morning. Uh, a lot of you have done that, and I appreciate that. Also, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. And we're going to be talking basketball today. A bit of a quick hitter. I know Ole Miss baseball plays uh, a little bit later on this afternoon. Uh, we'll talk about that. If there's anything noteworthy anyway, I know it's a midweek game on tomorrow's show. I'm also going to talk about the the spring game and stuff like that on tomorrow's show. This is more of just thoughts on basketball last night and um, things uh, just related to the basketball game. So I'm going to do a quick hitter today on basketball tomorrow. I'll focus on the baseball game that comes up later this afternoon. And then uh, the spring game was set and spring practice uh, will begin in a month, I think a month from today, and uh, some storylines to go with that. So be looking forward to that tomorrow. But before we get into hoops, I do also want to remind you that the show is brought to you by LBs. Just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford, go by and see Greg and tell him that we here at Super Talk sent you and uh, get one of their daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, but they are open seven days a week. The weather is finally Finally looking good, and uh, get your day behind the grill started at the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. That's LB's, just across from Kroger on University Avenue in Oxford. Oh boy, so I I think we learned a lesson last night. You want to know what we learned last night uh, regarding Ole Miss basketball and this team and and me? Is, um, I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I think we learned that last night. I don't have a clue what I'm talking about in terms of this team. I know some of you would probably argue that I don't know what I'm talking about ever, but especially when it comes to this basketball team, because Saturday after that loss to Mississippi State, and last night's result doesn't um, eliminate that loss being devastating. In fact, it kind of highlights how brutal of a loss that would be because last night's win over Missouri would have definitely vaulted Ole Miss on the correct side of the bubble and the conversation we'd be having today was about seeding. So that loss is still devastating for Ole Miss. It really is. Um, But I declared them dead. I thought they were dead. I thought the season was effectively over. Uh, I didn't think that, uh, you know, I I even said on the radio yesterday that uh, the NCAA tournament is not a conversation uh, we need to be having anymore. And they are still very much on the outside looking in, even after uh, this this game. I mean, there's no denying it. They are still very much on the outside looking in. They're 13-9, and 8-7 and in the SEC. Um, They are on the outside looking in. But this game, I mean, just just highlighted um, how wrong I am about this team. I declared them dead. I thought they were. I thought the season was over. I thought they were done. And they are not done yet. They may still be on life support, but they got a pulse. They, they are still living. They're still kicking. The margin for error is uh, non-existent. I do not think they can lose to either Vanderbilt or Kentucky. 
Um, in fact, I know they, they cannot lose to either one of these two teams. Uh, we'll see about makeup games right now. They've only got Vanderbilt and Kentucky on the schedule, but the SEC did, uh, do a built in, like kind of an off weekend. So they play Vanderbilt on Saturday in Nashville. They have Kentucky at home on Tuesday, uh, March 2nd. And then that Saturday, that weekend, is free. And, by the way, you want LSU to be on that makeup game. I think they have LSU and South Carolina as options. You want that to be LSU, trust me. Um, And then the SEC tournament starts on Wednesday. So, uh, beating Missouri last night, by the way, 60-53 to was the final score in that game. Uh, It it showed you they're not dead just just yet. I declared them dead. They are not dead yet. I thought it was over. It is not quite yet over. Um, I don't know how to describe this other than you can simultaneously, apparently, be right and wrong about this basketball team at the same time. I mean, the last podcast I told you they underachieved. I mean, sitting here on February 24th and them being in the next four out, so on the outside of the bubble, looking into the bubble, not even on really on it. They've still got work to do to get back on it. Um, it's still an underachievement. But I declared them dead. And they're not dead yet. Shows uh, shows exactly what I know, which, uh, as it turns out, is nothing. There's a pulse here. There's a path, and I think that path uh, involves winning their next three games. Because I, as I understand it, they're going to add a makeup game. Uh, barring something unforeseen. So they have to win their next three games, and I think they probably have to um, win at least one, probably two, in the SEC tournament. The path is there. They can do it. They are better than Vanderbilt. Kentucky's playing better lately, which is concerning, but certainly a game at home against a team like Kentucky is doable. It's plausible. They can do it. Um, And then you have an opportunity with LSU to really vault you Uh, on the other side of the bubble, if that is, in fact, the game that gets scheduled. They're still here, though. They're not dead yet. They're still around, and uh, good for them, obviously. I mean, it's more fun to talk about teams with opportunities to make the NCAA tournament. So I'm glad I was wrong about them being dead. I'm glad that they have uh, caused me to put my foot in my mouth, at least for a day, as far as the, the season being effectively over and ruined by Mississippi State. However, this game does, like I said, it underscores... How frustrating this basketball team is. Uh, I mean, really struggled to score the basketball last night, uh, but it didn't matter because Missouri struggled harder, in part because Ole Miss uh, played really, really good defense, as they tend to do. Uh, They out-rebounded Missouri uh, by uh, nine. Um, Ole Miss had 15 offensive rebounds in a game, or in the game. Um... Turned the basketball over 13 times, which is okay uh, for this team. I mean, they shot 38-27 and uh, 79, which is good at the free throw line. That was really the difference, especially uh, Joyner um, making all eight of his free throws. Devontae Schuler stepped up late. Um, so, I mean, it's a nice win, it, but that's the frustrating part about this team is, I mean, they can't, they're the most confusing team in sports. I swear. I mean, 
if only they played like this against the bad teams on their schedule. If only they played like this against Mississippi State on Saturday. We'd be having a different conversation today. They can't figure themselves out. They're Jekyll and Hyde. They're up and down. They're inconsistent. The offense is clunky, but yet they do just enough to win these games against these ranked teams. They're 3-0 and against ranked teams this season. It's frustrating, and it's hard to figure out. And so... It's uh, it's contributed to my uh, looking a little silly today because, in one hand, you know you think they underachieve, and and I still think they're in that position at the moment. And then they win four games in a row and get themselves very much back on the bubble, and then they lose a game that they really can't lose to Mississippi State. And then you think it's over, and then they beat Missouri, and suddenly, you know, there's still a heart beating inside there somewhere. I can't figure this team out. I I, I can't figure them out. It's um. So frustratingly inconsistent, but they're still there. They're still kicking. Um, but I think the path is a very difficult one, but it's still there uh, for this team. So so how are they doing this? Uh, I was asked that last night. You know, How are they beating teams uh, like Missouri and, and stuff like this? And I think the bottom line comes down to uh, as miserable as they are to watch offensively. As painful, honestly, as it is uh, to watch them conduct their offense sometimes. Uh, I think they're able to to do this. Like, I admire this a lot about, about this basketball team. Um, they strike me as, as having really good character. It seems like you've got a lot of good kids on this basketball team. Because uh, at multiple points this season, they've been given every reason to quit, to lay down to let the frustrations overtake them and just kind of go through the motions for the rest of the season, and, and that kind of be it. And uh, losing to Mississippi State, uh, a lot of people thought it was over. At least I did. And they could have gone to Columbia, and, and they, you know, there was a stretch in the second half where you watched some of the worst basketball you've probably ever seen there uh, in the second half. Um they could have laid down, they could have quit, but they didn't. Um, I think the way they play, while clunky and frustrating and hard to watch at times, uh, shows that you've got a bunch of good kids on your basketball team. Um, they work really hard. They play really hard uh, for you as a fan. Um, this team represents you well. It's frustrating, it's hard to watch, but they really give a damn. And, and I think that means something. And that, that's why they were able to beat Tennessee. They didn't beat Tennessee because they scored a bunch of points. They beat Tennessee because they played harder. Uh, they didn't beat Missouri last night because of great offense. I mean, Ole Miss was, made three three-point shots last night. They were 22 of 51 from the field. Romello White, again, only got up six shots in the game, and he made four of them. I, I still think they need to force the issue with Romello White. Really force the issue. I know he turned it over a handful of times, but, I mean, Force the issue with him. I think he's your best player. Uh, Devontae Shuler really struggled in this game until he buried Missouri late. And I think that is just a really good exemplification of what you have in your team. And it's a bunch of good kids. Kermit Davis, after the game, said that uh, he was preparing after the state loss to really you know, work them hard on Sunday. Almost look like punish them for how they played against Mississippi State. Uh, he said he had over an hour-long practice, and he was going to work, just work them dead after they lost to Mississippi State. And uh, Devontae Schuler and uh, I think it was Joyner, uh, came to him and said, Coach, we just we need a day off. Please trust us. 
we need a day off. And he trusted his guys and gave them the day off, and this is how they went to Missouri and performed. Um, that's a good sign for your coach. I, I think that's pretty cool. Um, listening to your players, uh, giving them a voice, uh, that will really help keep locker room morale what it is. Uh, very clearly, he hasn't lost that team. Uh, they keep playing hard for him, but um, I think that's a good sign. I'd like to play for a coach like that. I'm sure at times it's difficult to play for Kermit Davis. He's tough, man. Uh, I mean, he's really tough. You see it on the sidelines and you hear stories about it. I mean, he's tough. Um, and his teams play tough for the most part. Um, but listening to his guys. I thought that was a cool moment last night saying, hey, he had two play- I had two players come to me. I was about to ride him on Sunday, man, and just work him to the bone after they laid an egg against Mississippi State. And they came to me and said, Coach, we, we need a day. We need a day off. Trust us. And he did. I think that's really cool. And um, like I said, it shows that you've got a lot of good character uh, around that team. Because they, they could have quit. Uh, they could have died when I said that they were dead. Not that they listened to this or anything, but you know what I mean. They, they could have died after Mississippi State. They could have laid down and just gone through the motions last night in Columbia and not cared and just kind of been done with it. You see so often teams that do that. They lose that game, you know, the one that basically ends it, and they lay down and lose a few more. But not this team. It's impressive. I mean, if nothing else, aside from inexplicable losses like the one you saw against Mississippi State this week or this past weekend, um, they haven't quit. They haven't laid down, and I think that's noteworthy. I think it matters, and um, and good for them. So they're still there. It is, uh, it's, it's a long path. It's a winding path. It's one that, um, I don't know if they can navigate it. I'm not confident in that, but I mean, the last time I doubted this team, they went to Columbia and beat a top 25 team again. So what the hell do I know? (laughs) Seriously, what do I know? Um, so good for them. They're back to playing meaningful basketball. They've got to go to Nashville and win. They absolutely must beat Vanderbilt in Kentucky. They have to. They absolutely have to. Um, And of course, Kentucky is playing well right now. I mean, go figure, right? Um, That's kind of what you expect to happen from Calipari teams is in March they play well, but this team has been really, really bad. And now you look up and here's Kentucky suddenly playing well, they're already up to 500 in the conference, if you can believe it. They've won three in a row. Um, they beat Auburn. They, they beat Vanderbilt on the road. It was a close game, but they still did it. And then they smoked Tennessee this past weekend. Um, their game against AM was postponed this week, so they've got Florida uh, before they play Ole Miss. And um, you got to win that one. It's that simple. Ole Miss has to win the next two. They, I think they have to win their makeup game. Um and they probably have to win at least one, probably more in the SEC tournament. But there still is a path. It's there. They can still they can still somehow make the NCAA tournament. It's crazy to say out loud. It really is. I, I can't believe that they are in this position, but here they are. Um, just when you think they're dead. Not dead yet. Not dead just yet. Um, 
So good win for them last night. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway, though, is you have a bunch of guys that aren't quitting. And um, I think you should be proud of your team. Seriously. I mean, the, the kind of effort they played with last night is something to be proud of. Season's not gone to expectations. And yet they're still working their tails off while wearing your uniform. I think that's that's noteworthy. That's something to uh, to be proud of. At least I think. So, uh, like I said, I, I will be uh, doing another one tomorrow. We'll talk spring practice. They announced the Grove Bowl weekend and stuff like that. And also, uh, the baseball game. They have uh, their first home game uh, tonight. Arkansas State uh, is on the schedule. Then UCF this weekend. Um so be looking forward to that. You'll get a significantly better uh, <laughs> streaming pro- product than the one you got this past weekend. So uh, be looking forward to that for sure. Um, it's Wednesday. It's it's at Ole Miss, and they're playing Arkansas State, and you don't have to pay a dime for it. And um, it will be significantly better than anything that you saw this past weekend after you paid $30 for it. <laughs> uh, we have heard and seen so many complaints about Flow Sports on uh, on the radio show last couple of days. Y'all are pissed uh, about that. So, um, ooh, yikes. But anyway, uh, be on the lookout for that tomorrow. Uh, do a little football and baseball talk. But, but for now... Uh, nice win for Ole Miss. They're still on the outside looking in. Uh, Joey Brackets had them on the next four out, so they need some help in front of them, and they have to absolutely help themselves. But a pulse still exists for your basketball team in Oxford. And after that Mississippi State loss, that's all you can ask for right now. And um, if I declare them dead, just know that they're not. I mean, uh, watch. They're going to lose to Vanderbilt on Saturday, and I'm going to say that they're dead and the season's over, and then they're going to win the SEC championship. Uh, I mean, I am speaking the opposite into existence right now. Oh, man. Uh, I just, I am failing on uh, prognosticating this basketball team. I am just absolutely failing at it, Um, which is good for you. (laughs) It is very, uh, very good for you. So, Thank you for tuning in. I am actually recording this early on uh, this Wednesday morning. I'm about to hop on the live stream and do more talking about this game. And uh, also Tiger Woods' accident. So um, check that out. Mike in the Morning is what it's called if you want to subscribe to it uh, in iTunes or anything like that. And uh, check that out. I'd love to have you. But until tomorrow, I'm going to do one uh, tomorrow. Uh, Until tomorrow... You guys have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the win. And uh, we'll talk to you again, baseball and football, on Thursday morning. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.